Welcome, everybody, to another fantastic episode of the Loftus Party Podcast. My name's Michael, and I'm going to be here with you for the duration. What a show we have. It is uh, Father's Day when I record this, so it's going to be a good one. Here's what we're doing. I have exciting news. we got a big interview today. We're going we're gonna to get to all the, all the news and all the wonderful wackiness that's happening. Biden fall down and go boom, boom. That happened yesterday. But uh, before we get into that and gun control and rhinos and blah, 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 a couple of things you should know. We've got uh, Taylor Ferber on the show today. A wonderful interview with Taylor Ferber. She is a journalist. She's a provocateur. They call her a pop culture provocateur. She's fantastic. She has her own wonderful uh, show called Cancel Me Baby. So we're talking about cancel culture and all that stuff. And she was also, she looked fantastic uh, when she was in Playboy. Yes, she's a journalist who was in Playboy. We like the Taylor Ferber. She's going to be on the show in just a little bit. But I would be remiss in uh, in my duties. In my duty. You said duty as a uh, podcaster and as a uh, a provocateur myself. I don't think of myself as a provocateur. I, I think of myself as a fun-loving weirdo. <laughs> here's a fun-loving weirdo. And here's some, some more news. I didn't have... I'm back from Vegas, by the way. The Vegas shows were amazing. I met a bunch of you guys came out. Thank you. It was awesome to meet you. I hope the, I hope the pictures looked fantastic. The shows were great. I'm back from Las Vegas. I'm back east. And I, I, I'm going to make you sad here. I'm going to make you sad. Because I have the guitar. Yeah. I got my guitar back in my lap. I got some kittens tied in a sack. I really don't. That was just a, a desperate, desperate... Uh, rhyme scheme. Okay, so enough of that. There might get, there might be some uh, guitar intermissions. Sadly, my electric is in the shop. You guys, it's so it's a thing. It's a whole thing. I'm in love with the electric guitar. I'm in love with uh, especially the Fender guitar. If you're thinking about what what should I get Michael for Father's Day <laughs> next year, I'm accepting uh, I'm accept- accepting uh, nude photos. And I'm accepting uh, Fenders. <laughs> I'll take uh, a Strat. I'll take, ooh, never mind. I'm not going to go off on that tangent. Here we go. Here's what's going on. I did a, uh, just a heads up. This one sh- should probably go to the top of the list. Because I, I f- I'm pretty sure food's going to get really, really, really expensive. And hopefully there's not shortages. But it could be, uh, it could be legit. I did a video about this. The other day, uh, and and that's it's always difficult. Here's what I want to talk about when uh, on on Facebook and YouTube and all that stuff. I de- I desperately want. We're gonna get into gun control here. That's what to me is the most important thing. Is the most number numero uno uh, gun control. Second, right now, uh, the the food situation. The food situation. Because it's the it's the cost of fuel, and this is what I got into uh, on the uh, the the video the other day. 
when diesel gets super expensive, and this goes beyond the truckers, this is the aspect that I think a lot of America just doesn't get. Like, diesel gets so expensive, and then the truckers are like, okay, well, we're going to have to charge more to offset the cost of fuel, and then uh, the people who grow the food are going to have to pay more to ta have the truckers take it to market, and then everybody's losing money, and then the price keeps going up and up and up and up. That is always going to fall back on us. That is always going to fall back on us, the consumer. Now, hopefully, you'll have enough truckers who will keep taking the food around the country. Some of them might just go, this is not worth it. This is not worth it. There's job openings everywhere. I'm on the road fucking five days a week, six. I don't know if you're a long haul trucker. Like, do I, do I want to make X amount of dollars uh, when I could make the same money and stay home? There's job openings everywhere. I could, I could be, you know, working at the local blah, blah, blah. Why am, I, why am I spending all this time away from my family? So there's that aspect of it. There's that aspect. And then the other aspect is the farmers, like their, their equipment. When they, when they grow the food, they have ginormo pieces of equipment that need diesel. And those guys are already, I, you know, you don't hear about a lot of uh, small, small time farmers like, boy, those guys are getting rich. Boy, they're getting rich. It's like the restaurant business. Uh, the margins are thin, are razor thin. And then you got Bill Gates buying up all the farmland. So I don't know about you all, but uh, I am, I'm, first of all, I like, I like the gardening. Gonna go, gonna grow some food. I am. And I think uh, I would encourage everybody else to do the same thing. Uh, sh sh shore up, shore up. I'm like, I'm going. I figure I can grow potatoes. Even I can do potatoes. That's a good one, right? Who doesn't like potatoes? Here's the problem with me. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna grow like peas and like go. Ooh, peas. Whatever. We're not gonna go down the list of things that I don't like to eat. But hopefully, hopefully I can grow potatoes. So this is where it comes down to in my opinion, and then, and then Joe Biden uh, dipping into the, the strategic oil reserve. That's not going to do anything. We need more, more oil leases. Make it easier for people to produce oil. This all does seem incredibly uh, by design. I mean, the dude said, and that's the other thing, I, I, I posted uh, that as well. The dude said when he was uh, in, the, in the debates and when he was, you know, the, the few times that he popped out of the basement to actually campaign, I promise you, we're going to get away. We're going to shut down the, the oil. We're going we're gonna to transition away from it. He meant it. He meant it. He wanted that. He wanted all those uh, progressive voters. And boy, uh, whoever's telling Joe Biden what to do, they are uh, getting away with it. We're not, uh, we're not making enough oil. We need more. And the next election can't come soon enough. Can't come soon enough. All right, so that's the big one. Get, get yourself some food. Number two. Not number two, but uh, 
we got a, uh, I, well, I guess it, there's, I shouldn't even have done like a list of like levels of importance. My level of disappointment with the GOP continues uh, to grow. And this is what, I guess I'm talking about this whole new, uh, these 10 GOP people, rhinos, who are going to go along with this whole uh, gun control thing and they're talking about, about a bipartisan yada, yada, yada. And you got this dude from Texas, uh, John Cornyn. He just got booed like crazy. It's fantastic. He's at the big Texas GOP convention and they booed the snot out of him. And they were all chanting, no red flag, no red flag, no red, which they should. That's, red flag laws are horrible. They're horrible. I know what the intention is, but here's, uh, guess what I give zero shits about? Uh, good intentions. Get Guess what the, uh, the road to hell is paved with? Good intention. Stop. Red, it's going to be abused. You're like, but Mike... This is just if someone's like super crazy acting and you know they have a gun, then you call the police. Aren't you going to do that anyway? Aren't you going to do that if a person's like legitimately crazy? So wouldn't that fall under like a mental health issue rather than a a gun control? Because this is just, it just opens up the door huge for somebody just to talk about their neighbor. Yeah, my neighbor Jim, he was uh he was posting some really weird stuff on Facebook. I think he might have deleted it, but he said he was going to shoot the bing bong. He said he was going to kill the ding dong dirt dirt dirt. Yeah, he might have deleted it, but you should take his guns. Oh. Yeah, that won't get abused. That won't get abused. I'd say it's right up there with the uh with the old Patriot Act. I can re- I can remember do you guys remember that? The Patriot Act, when that was coming around? And everybody's like, well, it'll only be part-time. It'll only be for a little bit while we do this. And we need these powers to do X, Y, and Z. And to expedite the bing, bong, boom. And everybody in America, with the exception of, like, uh, uh, Ron Paul. There was, like, a handful of people who were like, no, we shouldn't do this. It's a, it's a really bad idea. This is going to be abused. And here we are. All these years later, with uh, the FISA abuse, the Streamline, the Patriot Act, the listening. They've already friggin' the CIA listening to everybody, collecting data. Got to get rid of it. It, it never... And, and I tell you what, I, I have to laugh because of the sheer ridiculousness of it. But uh, have you heard of the Patriot Act catching anybody? I'm trying to think. Remember that uh, that husband and wife that popped off? They went crazy. Uh, they were like big time extremists, and they killed a bunch of people in their workplace. Well, why, the FBI didn't do a good. I haven't heard seriously. And and if I'm wrong, let me know. I can't think of a of, of one fucking person the Patriot Act caught and and and, and stopped. Meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, we have. We have all kinds of uh, fake FBI. Uh, we're going to kidnap the. We're going to kidnap the the governor of Michigan. We're going to get her. Yeah, FBI, FBI. We'll talk a little bit about this uh, 
the uh, the insurrection, the insurrection, which is another just absolute farce. Boy, the FBI, I really want to know how many members of the FBI were in on that. I just want to know. And and, and also, because we've all seen it. I imagine you've seen it. And if you haven't seen it, it's not hard to find the, the Antifa people. I'm not saying it was 100% Antifa. I'm not saying it was 100% FBI. But if you don't think they were there at all... You're a moron. You're a high-functioning idiot. I uh, th- there was the guy who got who I think CNN paid him like thirty-five grand for his footage. I'm just making it easy for the people who that maybe it's the first time they're listening to this podcast and they're like, God, when's he going to get to Taylor Ferber? What's all this insurrection crap? Well, I'll get there when I get there. She's coming up. So if you're listening to the podcast, like, what? There was no one from Antifa. There was no, like, Black Lives Matter people there. Yeah, yeah, there were. And you can find it. It's very easy. CNN uh, paid one dude, like, 35 grand for his footage. And there's other members of uh, Antifa changing their clothes and yada, yada. And then there's the, what's the guy's name? Ray Epps? I always want to say Omar Epps. But I know know that's wrong. I think the guy's name is Ray Epps. Uh, who's like, we should go in there and storm that. Go in there. Go on in there. Get them, boys. Get them. There's all kinds of shadiness going on. But if you think uh, that the FBI, who was in on and was encouraging, and it was total entrapment uh, on, the, on the Gretchen Whitmer thing, if you don't think that they were part of, uh, it's just a matter of how many people they had there at, at the, the insurrection the insurrection, which is another one. This can't be said enough. Hey, dumb shits. I'm not talking to you guys. I'm talking to your freaky friends. Do you really think, and this is the one, the, the ratings are not good. It's not this whole, uh, this whole insurrection, this freaking piece of political theater. It's not going over well with, with Americans. And I'm, it's really just impeachment part three. This is a, or or would this be four? I swear to God, I've lost count. I've lost count of how many times uh, they've tried to get to Trump. It's not going over well. And here's the reason why. You've got, uh, you've got the right. And here's what, here's what, here's how the right is, uh, is portrayed in the media. We're a bunch of gun loving hillbillies. Oh, we just love our guns and we got to have our guns. I want guns, guns, guns. I want guns, guns, guns. <laughs> Hold on. I want my gun, gun, gun. Gun, gun, gun. So these are the people. These are the far right. Oh, guns, guns, guns. And, and supposedly, we tried to overthrow the government and start a new government. We were going to throw out the, uh, the, the election results, start a new government. And, uh, and all these people showed up without guns, guns, guns. Yeah, that's, um, that's, that's, that's the big one you can't get over. It, oh, it was an insurrection. They came in. They were going to overthrow the government. Wait, the gun lovers were? The gun lovers? And they didn't bring, they didn't bring guns? That didn't? So. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. 
Good luck with that, you douchebags. Yeah, it's not working. Uh, so blah, blah, blah. And, and we'll get to, I, I just want to mention this really quickly. Talk, you talk about your insurrection. And we got to talk about, uh, we got to talk about Joe Biden fall, falling off his bike. Okay. So, uh, if, if storming the castle, uh, castle, if storming the capital is uh, if this is it? You're you were trespassing, trespassing on the Capitol. That's insurrection, baby. You got to go to jail. You got to go to jail. You're not going to get a trial. You're not going to get a speedy trial. You're going to be locked away. I am going to nominate uh, Stephen Colbert and his production team. Yep, because that's what they do. Seven. Members of the Late Show with Stephen Colbert were arrested. They were there. They were trespassing. They were trespassing. And you can't do that. You can't trespass on the Capitol. That is a insurrection. Uh, I'm I'm looking at you, Triumph, the the insult comic dog puppet. I'm looking at all of you. Stephen Colbert, the ringleader of this thing. He needs to be locked up. Lock him up. I don't care what you were in there to film. That's your cover story. Yeah, I want names. I want names. These are, these are you guys, democracy is in danger. Our democracy is at risk from, uh, from the douchebags at the Stephen Colbert show. Oh, the L.A. Times doesn't want to give names. Why don't you want to give names? Why don't you want to give names, L.A. Times? I know it's uh, Robert Smigel. He's a funny dude. He does, he does triumph. He does triumph the insult uh, comic dog. And he also did the ambiguously gay duo, which makes this hurt so more to think that he wanted to, wanted to overthrow the government. Oh, lock them up. That's just, you, you can't have rules like this. You can't say, hey, you're trespassing. Got to go to jail. But Stephen Colbert, it's just fine. It's fine, 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 fine. That didn't work out the way I wanted it to. Okay, just being on. All right, so we're going to come back. We're talking about, I got a lot of stuff to get to. We have a big show, July 1st, July 1st at the America First Warehouse. It's that show tonight. We're back, baby. We're badder than ever. It's going to be uh, a ginormous show. A lot of big music. We've got a, we have got a phenomenal band. These guys are absolute epic legends on the East Coast. Ichabar Crane. Big fat horn section, great vocals, awesome uh, musicians. It's going to be epic. We're going to hang out and dance afterwards. So there's going to be a lot of comedy, a lot of sketch. July 1st at The America First Warehouse. I know you guys have all subscribed to that show tonight. Uh, that's going to be wonderful. When we come back, uh, we got to talk more about uh, Joe Biden on his bike. And there's a Stormy Daniels tie-in. Stay tuned for the Stormy Daniels tie-in. Also, uh, uh, the IRS 
is buying a ton of ammo. Yeah. We doop. What is up with that, my friends? Why would the IRS be doing that? All right, so it's a big show, but right now, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we are going to have the one and only, the wonderful Taylor Ferber, the pop culture provocateur, as seen in Playboy. Ooh, talk to me, Taylor. Cancel me, baby. Hi, I'm Mike, founder of DollarShaveClub.com. What is DollarShaveClub.com? Well, for a dollar a month, we send high-quality razors right to your door. Yeah, a dollar. Are the blades any good? No. Our blades are f***ing great. Each razor has stainless steel blades and aloe vera lubricating strip and a pivot head. It's so gentle a toddler could use it. And do you like spending $20 a month on brand name razors? 19 go to Roger Federer. I'm good at tennis. And do you think your razor needs a vibrating handle, a flashlight, a back scratcher, and 10 blades? Your handsome ass grandfather had one blade and polio. Looking good, pop up. Stop paying for shave tech you don't need. And stop forgetting to buy your blades every month. Alejandro and I are gonna ship them right to you. We're not just selling razors, we're also making new jobs. Alejandro, what were you doing last month? Not working. What are you doing now? Working. I'm no Vanderbilt, but this train makes hay. So stop forgetting to buy your blades every month and start deciding where you're gonna stack all those dollar bills I'm saving you. We are dollarshaveclub.com and the party is on. Very happy. We have a guest. This is a this is a big big occasion. We don't uh, normally do this on the podcast. We have the incredibly talented Taylor Ferber here from Talk to Me Taylor. Yes, and cancel me, baby. Are we going to get can- canceled today? Who got canceled? I don't, we might just about to be, depending on how things shake out. And also, let's let your viewers know. We are on Skype. This is a special occasion. We are Skyping like it is 1999. So okay. I, <laughs> I oh am here God. for it. I'm already getting slammed. I'm already getting slammed. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you, what's your what's your preferred um, internet recording program of choice? Are you a you're you're a Zoom girl? You're a Google a- Meetup. I'm a Zoom girl, and in the end, they all have us by the balls anyway, don't they? So you know yes. what. It is what it is. It is. Now I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you some shit right now. Here's Let's if go. It's not I'm ready. Broken, if it's not broken, I don't fix it. Guess who still has an AOL address? I love it. I do. I love it. Hey, I mean, we were just talking before we hopped on about how my Twitter is in yes. the deep depths of 
you know, Disney's reputation by now. I mean, it is literally in the abyss with cobwebs. So <laughs> I, I did. Do. You're now your Twitter. You're an, you're an Instagram person. Yes, but not, but against my will. Oh. Against my will. Yes. Okay. But where can people follow you? Talk to me, Taylor, on IG. And like I said, my podcast is Cancel Me Baby, but it is also a visual experience. So, really? yes. So I have it on IGTV, on YouTube. You can watch it on Spotify, like Joe Rogan, watch out. Nice. So, nice. Yes. Okay. So with, with Cancel Me Baby, this is, I want to see where are you, where are you coming from? I'm, I'm guessing you're, you're anti-cancel culture. Are you just, are we talking about like, um, I, I have to think you, you had a, a field day with the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard thing. Oh, Someone just, must so, get canceled. Yes. Everybody's always getting, can- I mean, I don't know if you heard about Lizzo. Like, it's like, you can't even rap anymore. I mean, God forbid if you rap and rhyme with something that's offensive, you are screwed. But yes, where I'm coming from. So I was a red carpet reporter in Hollywood and I come from get ready, traditional media. Okay. I worked for all the New York magazines, us weeklies. And I went to the, I sat front, you know, front row at the Emmys. I was on Marvel movie sets. I interviewed Oprah, but I did things my way. So I went out on a selfie stick. It was kind of cancel culture before it's time. I went out with a selfie stick on red carpets and got the biggest stars in the world to literally act in a way they wouldn't with anyone else and say things they wouldn't with anyone else. So my show cancel me is a little bit of a continuation of that. I get, like I had Barstool's Dave Portnoy on and I managed to have these really sort of irreverent um, conversations and go places people don't. And as far as where I'm coming from, it's just so fresh because it's not left, it's not right. It's just breaks out of the box and it just, it just says what we're thinking. Okay. And it doesn't care. (laughs) Well, we gotta, we gotta paint this picture. We gotta paint this. So you're out on the red carpet. You've Mm -hmm. got, you've got your selfie stick. Mm-hmm. And uh, is that where you is that where you interviewed Oprah? And what if so? Like, what did you what what are you having these people do? What are you making them do, Taylor? I, I mean, I just roofie them. It goes no, so <laughs> <laughs> I, it's it's easy. No, it's it's the the style. It's the selfie stick in and of itself because they were so used to the really kind of stiff e news. It's so boring and like glossy and perfected. And yeah. with the selfie stick, they were able to just let their hair down. And on top of it, it's like my show. It's I have this really unique style where it's like I'm talking to a friend. I just don't really care. So I would just kind of call things. Literally, I would be like, look at your bulge. Look at your tits. And they would like grab mine. And like, you know what I mean? It's like that kind of fresh, not what they expected. And just meeting them were like presenting where I was at and not holding back. And they just like what they just met me where I was. Yeah, I love it. So now I need names. Whose whose titties did you touch? Okay, you know Brooklyn Decker, famous model. Yes, Aaron, Do not Andy Roddick's tell me. wife. Yep, yep. How were her boobs? They were phenomenal, and she touches, and she's like, you know, they're full of milk because I'm breastfeeding. She proceeds to touch mine. This is all on my YouTube. Why does she need to make it sad? Why does she listen? <laughs> Why do you have to know. go there, Brooklyn? Brooklyn Decker, shut the front door. I, I'm so glad I know you that you touched her boobies, but then yeah. she had to, she, see, that's what, that's the weird thing. Like on a level, she has to like, make sure it's completely not sexual by going, oh, I'm breastfeeding. They're full of milk. Like, oh, I'm nature mama. That's uncool. She's got to go like, full tilt sex. 
She's like, and here's my hemp dress and I'm going to go barefoot and breastfeed my child. No, but, but I hear you with the full sex. And, you know, I think it's kind of like, again, it's kind of what they weren't expecting. Like you, you mentioned Oprah. So Oprah wasn't a selfie stick. Oprah was another very, it was actually for a Disney movie. It was for the, the, the Dis, I know it was for a wrinkle in time. So I sit oh. down with her Reese Witherspoon and Mindy Kaling again, the most uptight, you know, setting that one could be in. And yes. I made take that day of wearing a short skirt, forgetting the camera was gonna really pull no punches. And the first thing I say when I sit down is I'm like, I did not think this through with the skirt situation. So I'm sorry <laughs> if I flash you. And Oprah's jaw, this again is on my YouTube. It literally just falls on the floor. Like she doesn't even know what to say. So with the whole sexuality thing, I think it's like, it, it was like fun, but at times it kind of caught them off guard too, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's great though. I like it's it's refreshing and it's like the element of play. Like, let's not yeah. take ourselves. So, but then, yeah. however, I think that will be the end of Hollywood. That will be you are you are part of the reason that you're tearing down Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Here's the deal. Like, um, I'm a firm believer in. Like movie stars used to be a mystery. They were this very mysterious person. And the more that we know them and the more that we know about like their little likes and their dicks, it just makes them just regular people. So thank you. You're doing, okay. you're doing the Lord's work. Doing God's work. But here's the thing. Oddly enough, you would think that I'm in line with that mission. That was the whole point of my selfie six site. Talk to me. I was like, I'm so fed up with the glazed over vanilla questions and answers i want to get to the down to who these people really are so yeah. you would think i'd be jumping for joy however i feel actually you bring up the mystique of the hollywood celebrity now it's too much now i'm like y'all need to reel it back i do not need to see your green smoothie reese witherspoon i do not need to see you crying while breastfeeding brooklyn decker like we get it like now they need a little mister. We all want what we can't have, right? That was yes. what was so fun about what I did at the time because it did tear down that wall. So now yeah. uh, it's, a, it's a little much, I think, their accessibility. Because, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know everything. And then you actually, you get a great insight just to like, wow, this is just a person. This is just a person that needs to read a book. This is a person <laughs> like uh, yeah. Mark Ruffalo, like that dude. Don't yeah, get me there's started. There's a that needs to dial it all the way back. Listen, like, listen. all the way back. Michael, can we just really quickly on this Skype talk about the time when Mark Ruffalo, let's not forget, and listen, I'm a free speech gal, right? That's yes. the point of my show, Cancel Me. It's like, you know, have at it. You know, I dare you, come after me. But let's not forget when Mark Ruffalo nicknamed a, an actual child molester during the whole Kyle Rittenhouse thing. Oh yeah, let let's not forget. Like this, this is where it's like, can y'all pipe down when you don't know what you're talking about? Stop. Stop. Yes. Do what? What was the nickname? I can't remember. So one of the people that Kyle, um, shot was yeah. a rioter, and his name was like Joe. I forget that his name, but he was a he was literally a like a child rapist. Okay. Yes. Yes. And Mark Fresh Ruffalo out of jail. was like, Fresh out of jail. yes. And Mark Ruffalo tweets, nicknaming him JoJo. I'm like, I think that, I actually broke out of Twitter for that shit. I was like, can we just, can we just, did you just nickname a child? I just, uh, 
Sorry. I remember what? like there was the other guy that came up with the skateboard and uh, and he got shot and I think he lost his hand and then everybody everybody nicknamed him Lefty. <laughs> yeah, right, right. It's like, guys, that's where I'm like, reel it the F back. Yes. I'm curious, Michael, for your thoughts on Matthew McConaughey speaking up about here uh, is Ivaldi. okay so so here's the i have i have a lot of thoughts on matthew mcconaughey i've gone i've come full circle and i'm going around again with mcconaughey uh at first i kind of just wrote him off as just he's just another actor all right all right all right you know whatever i've never been terribly impressed with his work then i read and this is going to be for real I read an interview with him in in Playboy magazine and was completely impressed with that dude and his work ethic. He's got a work ethic that would boggle your mind. It's like it's like he took a good look around at at the world and he goes, I want to be famous. I'm going to be famous. I'm going to be an actor. I'm going to be good at this and just duked it out just relentlessly so i i really dig that about the guy mm-hmm. i i think now with him running for governor and like it's it's just like really pedestrian stuff it's like he has this huge platform and he's saying the most predictable i want to say matthew think about it just a little bit longer because he gets up and he's talking about gun control and he's saying all the shit that's been said a million times you know, oh, we need mm-hmm. common sense, gun control. We need this. We need that. And it's like, dude, dude, dude. I, if I was his buddy, which I should be, I should be like, all right, all right, all right. We'd get along very well. I'd be like, let's just think about it a little bit more. Now, now, why do you, why do you think the founding fathers said shall not be infringed? Why do you think so? Uh, he's just full of himself. And it's it's a natural progression. So I have a few things. Number one, I don't know if you know this. I actually was in Playboy. You speak about Playboy. What? And yes, the articles, the articles were, I don't know about now because they've gone woke, but yes. yes, the articles were bomb. And let's not forget, I know everyone jokes, right? Like, oh yeah, we reread it for the articles quote, but yes, because I have one, I have multiple ones in there, but a very big one. And when I was hold actually on, po- hold posted on, hold it. On. So you're saying you were, you had articles that you've written in Playboy? And you've appeared in Playboy. Correct. And one was a double whammy. So it was a feature. It was actually about free expression that I'd pitched. And it, the whole idea was, I feel like we dumb down women who show their bodies and vice versa. It's like, yes, very kind of right. Like, and I'm guilty of it even still. Like, I want to be taken seriously. I'm very smart and I'm not going to show my body. And so the whole idea was to break out of those boxes. And it was five other female journalists and we posed nude all together. Um, and we wrote essays on freedom and free expression and how it's like, let's do it in all the ways. And it coincidentally, it ended up in Playboy's 65th anniversary edition about free speech. So that's it was fantastic. Just, I'm looking, I'm on ago. my phone now. I'm looking for images. Because <laughs> I have to see everyone it. says that. Yeah, they're like, but all right, no, the proof is in the pudding, have, lady. Here's the deal. You 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 uh, you Google up um, uh, Taylor Ferber Playboy, and I'm scrolling down, and there's the picture of you in the super short dress with Oprah. <laughs> Do I lie? Do I lie? All roads lead to Oprah. Yes, 
Yeah. You, you, <laughs> you didn't you didn't anticipate the director's chair. I'm looking for the I'm looking for the nudes. I'm looking for your little booty. I'm looking for Yeah, the, it's uh, all there. It's so it's, it's not. It's, it's, I'm getting ripped like, off, Taylor. He's like fake news, fake news, Taylor. It's called a new wave. If you, but there, yeah, I actually prefer, I like the print issue better because they chose only limited ones for online. But if you yes. Google Playboy, a new wave, it is, it's hanging out. It's, yes, it's, Taylor Forward Playboy, a new wave. Yes, that's great. That's yeah. So, so did you go full Monty naked? Yes. And what's funny is, so I, since I spearheaded it, I was in charge of reaching the girls and being like, what are you comfortable with showing? And I like wrote it down. Right. And I still have all my notes from the beginning for memento sake. And like some girls would be like, I'm good with boobs. Some girls would be like, I'm good with ass. Okay. You at the beginning of the shoot, we're in Pasadena in this like cool kind of funky house. And yeah. we all have, our, we have our robes on and this and that. Five hours in, you could not put on clothes. You could not have us put on clothes if you if you tried. We were all like liberated. We just <laughs> we just went for it. So it progressed for sure. Now here's my theory on this, mm -hmm. and and I would encourage, I would encourage every woman. I think it's more of like a I think it's more of a a, a girl thing. You want that like smoking hot, naked photo. Every, like, I remember when uh, Miley Cyrus came out with Wrecking Ball. Uh-huh. And everybody's like, oh, my goodness. What has she done? I'm like, I tell you what she's done. She created a smoking hot. First of all, it's a good song. Second of all, she looks amazing. And when she is, God willing, when she's 80 years old, she's going to be like, Grandma wants to show you something. Look at what a hot piece of ass I want. Like, and and take these pictures today. You're never gonna, it always amazes me when, oh, you know, someday I'm gonna do this. Someday I would have the courage, maybe someday. I think it's completely awesome. And I'm so glad that you're the, the, the wacko behind it. Like, hey, we're journalists, let's get naked. And how did the issue do? It had, you just sold a copy to me. I know we have to get you one for sure. I mean, I will tell you this, like it is on my grandparents' co coffee table, a signed edition, like it is a conversation starter. You know, I actually don't, I think, well, oddly enough, it, again, the timing was so meant to be because Playboy ended up discontinuing their printed issues, I think like a year and a half later. So I think it like, you can only find it now on Amazon because it was like nowhere to be seen, you know, in the stores, people just bought them out. But um, yeah. But yeah, no, it's definitely something too that I will have forever. And I'm interested, Michael, though, on your for your take on this. So yes. I recently on my show had the director and star of this brilliant, irreverent new documentary. It's called A Sexplanation. And it's this like mid-30s Asian gay guy. And he just like goes for it about all things sex in America. So we're talking about this concept, kind of what you're saying, like the smoking hot girl who's also like brilliant and super talented. Yes. And again, this is like something that I am still on this journey to today, like not afraid of being sexual and also being taken seriously. And he said, now I'm not a big blame the patriarchy girl. Like I can't stand that word. I think it's such a buzzy word. I think it's overused. However, yeah. he said something like perhaps women have boxed that in 
because men know how powerful that shit is. Like when we unleash the beast and when we're super hot and sexual and also smart, it's like men know that that's powerful. So they've kind of tried to like box it in, in a way. It is, it's a terrifying notion. It it really is a terrifying notion because I was talking about, I do this, uh, uh, I, I did. I was doing this bit in Vegas. I was just doing stand up in Vegas. Like, if if a if a woman just wants a little bit more attention, just wants a, wants to just change the vibe, you can just like pop a button, show a little bit, just the slightest bit of titty, and like it changes yep. the vibe of everything. It's like exactly. unleashing Superman. There's no equal and opposite for that for dudes. I can't just walk around with a little bit of my nut hanging out. <laughs> Like free the nipple, free the nuts. It's like no one's trying to have that. I'm sorry. We need we need that shirt. However, if you look at it, uh, this is like the kind of power that women have, and this is what always drove me crazy. Like with uh, like with the the women's march. I I don't know what else do you want. You, You this is world conquering power. Look at what Cleopatra did. Cleopatra. Yes. I guess, and she wasn't even that much of a smoke show back in the day, but like Egypt. <laughs> like she seven, no. Egypt, she, <laughs> she, you know what, Cleopatra, Cleopatra was a 6.5, but her, her personality made her a 10. <laughs> I love that like the Romans came over, they conquer Egypt, and she's like, I know what to do. She gets naked, has herself rolled up into a carpet, they carry her in, and I think I, I think it was uh, either Caesar or or Mark Anthony was like sitting on her throne, and she just had herself unrolled and then just stood there, and boom! Within like a week, that bitch was running Egypt again. <laughs> I'm telling you, and that is what it is. And this is something like in theory, right? This Playboy thing was you know three or three four years ago, and. I'm almost like just getting around to actually practicing that now. Like I always not to be TMI, but it's even like I'm breaking out of like, I always wore, I big chested and I would wear these kind of like grandma bras, you know what I mean? And now I'm like, I'm just gonna like go braless. And it, and I've noticed such a difference. Like people are mesmerized, men, women, it doesn't matter. And I just feel like I have this like new liberated energy that comes out from something as small as that. And then knowing on top of it that I have the brains to back it up, it's like Cleopatra who? No, but Seriously, that is is such like fantastic energy. There's like, it's, and I I think a lot of, I think a lot of men are going to instantly want to put you in some kind of category to like go, okay, I understand this and I did it. But like, just keep whacking them out. If you, you got, you've got the brains, you got the bod, it's, it's it's a terrifying, but it's an awesome thing. It's an awesome, awesome thing. I love how you're like, men are gonna, it's like cannot compute like cavemen. Right. <laughs> can't compute, put in box. Right, right. Yeah, like kind instantly. And, I, and once again, I think it goes back to like Neanderthal days. You, you, you see something and you you instantly try to understand it. Okay, so so this person is dressed this way. They must go into this box. And that's, ironically, that's, what I'm trying to do with my website, theloftestparty.com and everything that I'm doing is just like, I just want to keep making it do not compute, you know, because I'm a small government guy. And I think if you you go to a college campus or a high school campus and you go, okay, so close your eyes, 
and think of someone who is like who leans to the right. They're going to instantly, you know, it's a big fat guy in a suit and he's smoking a cigar. And I want to be I want to be the weirdo. Well, I guess I have to want to be myself. Yeah, <laughs> say I'm a weirdo. That's what it's about. And even with this, I find myself like with the cancel culture debate, it's like it doesn't satisfy either one, right? Because what I'm talking about, I feel like there's one side of it that's like you're anti-woman if you like indulge a man and show your body and all this. But then on the yeah. other end of it, I feel like the the left, right? And the woke, they're so far of like, show your whole anus if you want, like Cardi B on a stripper pole at the grit. Like, you know, Christina Aguilera the other day performed with a big strap on dildo. That's where I'm like, it's the thing I was saying earlier. It's like, reel it back. Like, to me, that's like, quit stepping on my liberation that I'm talking about. Like, that's too much. Okay. You know? we're, we're, we're moving fast, but you touched on something and I'm about to sit down and, and write a piece about this. <laughs> Honestly, the the Christina Aguilera and the strap on too much. You know what? Here's the deal. First of all, I I feel bad for Christina Aguilera that she desperately wants this attention. Uh, secondly, it like wasn't thought out. Like the whole look, the whole look didn't work. And then number three, if you're gonna have a strap on. At least she just like stood there and it just kind of like, what are you doing? And it, it was just like someone told her, someone told her, oh, if you want a bunch of headlines, go yep. out there with a that's, fake dick. It's shock value and it's shamelessness. And that's what I'm talking about. And now the woke has gone so far. This is what I mean. If you criticize her or Cardi B or a Lizzo, then you're anti-women. It's like you're anti-women on both sides, right? And it's like. Bro, Here's what I am. let me live. Like, I'm I don't need to strap on a huge Hulk dildo to be liberated, you know? I'm anti-boring. I'm anti-boring. Anti like, if you're going to do that, at least pretend like you you know what you're doing. She just kind of stood there and just <laughs> this flipping. And then there's another girl who just, like, reaches out and just, like, kind of touches. Like, what are you doing? Like, either you're into it or you're not. But it's like that I'm pretending to be this thing so everyone Ugh. will look at me. It just made me fat, sad for her. It really did. Yeah. But it's, it's like, everywhere. If I remember I did an episode on my show last year. I think it was on the VMAs. And literally every single performance, I might as well have been in Amsterdam in the red light district was a full blown sex show, every single performance. And it's like back in the day, at least it was like the Janet Jackson or the Madonna. And that was it. Now it's every single one. And what's, what's going to be left that sexy? Nothing. No, no, they've, they've taken away. I mean, and this, it's just, uh, speaking of Amsterdam, uh, what they did <laughs> and this, no, this will be, this will be a very, very, interesting thing to see what happens to us as a civilization yeah when this kind of stuff becomes boring and mundane that's when it'll lose all of its power like all of it, like like yes. christina aguilera and that's what amsterdam did with weed they had this very concerted effort to yeah. go ah yeah the people who smoke weed and hash that's nah, just boring it's just boring and so like the the kids the young people they just stop doing it because like eh Look at the look at the look at the old people being predictable and boring. So yeah, everything will just be everything will be passe. Yeah, we, we, you'll have 
Guys will be jacking off to like guys will be jacking off to Diane Keaton in her turtlenecks, basically. Like we're gonna revert back. <laughs> oh yeah. Wear that turtleneck. I can't even see her. Ooh. Right though? That will like be we're happy. gonna become so desensitized. Put on those yeah. earmuffs, Bet Midler. I'm gonna rub one up. Literally. Yes. And also speaking of women to pivot, I know we're running out of time. Yes. You brought up earlier the Depp Heard trial. So I also did an episode you guys should listen on Cancel Me Baby. Oddly enough, I interviewed Amber Heard on the set of Aquaman and it was in the middle of when she and I didn't know this at the time. Okay. And I play the recordings in my episode. So what? yeah, I know. Why are we blowing. just finding this out now? I, it's like the dating thing. It's like, you know, tease, leave people wanting more, you know, can't okay. give it all up front. I know it's like buried the oh. lead. <laughs> yes. Tell me about Amber Heard. She terrifies okay. me. She, 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 she scares me. She does. I'll admit it's it. This, it's this like sociopathic but charismatic thing that actors have that are also like, yes. Okay, so here's the thing. I interviewed her in Australia on the set of Aquaman. Now, of course, I didn't know at the time. It was right after she, it was, I don't know the exact date. It was after she and Johnny Depp. Hold on, Depp hold on, hold on, hold on. I yeah. think she just got fired from Aquaman too. I know. And I'm sitting here looking at you and I'm like, you should do that part. I, and I probably would be a better actress. And yes. I, the last acting I did was in my high school production of Sound of Music. So <laughs> let's get at it. I interviewed her literally between takes. She's wearing the red wig, like the whole thing. Like Jason Momoa's right there playing guitar, like a whole scene. So it was right after they had gotten divorced yeah. and right before she wrote the op-ed that he sued her for. So, yeah. and I, again, not knowing any of this, Oddly enough, my interview with her is all about the power of being a woman. So I play the recordings and I'm like, how interesting in hindsight, because she just the themes like you'll hear when you listen to the recordings. But she's like, I, you know, she's talking about her character in real life. She's like, you know, my character has dignity and she's not a sidekick and the power of the woman. She's her own person. So I play them. I'm like, interesting in hindsight, huh? Like, yeah. you and know, you have power as a woman, you know? She is, like, it's it's terrifying in the sense, it is like that psychopath, serial killer. She just, like, laser focused. I get the same vibe off of uh, Courtney Love, right? That <laughs> Yeah, it's like no seriously. emotion, but, like. Like, right. it's like uh, Terminator, just targeting, targeting, yeah. and then she found Kurt Cobain and locked on. And then just yep. saw that one through to its horrible conclusion. Like Amber Heard, they're okay, Johnny Depp, locked on, target acquired. What is he like? Well, how do I appeal to him? And then the how do with, I get all the money? And with both of them, and I talk about this in my episode, and you'll even hear it in the recordings, like Johnny Depp, like many of these actors, she's very charismatic. Like she, she, she answered questions thoughtfully. She was funny. She made puns. She made jokes. So... You know, they definitely have that sort of, if you want to call it sociopathic, but it's that charisma. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I love that, like, she was talking about her character. I guess you have to, you know, if you're on the set of a big comic book movie and you're, you know, there's going to be sequels, you have to talk like you're taking your work very seriously. <laughs> yes. Here's your job. Here's your job. Uh, put on the green swimsuit and get your hair wet. Stand there and say this shit. That's what you do. 
<laughs> literally and for better or worse she gave me this you know dissertation on how her character is not the sidekick she's her own person she's you know and I, you know plot twist i actually haven't even seen aquaman so there's that so i can't speak to that part of it she's but. in it she's in it for all of like 18 seconds it's like the <laughs> like most including the credits it's the most unimportant shit I give her a line of dialogue to move the plot forward just the the smallest bit. Okay, who do you have coming up on your show? Who do you who are you excited to be talking to, besides me? Yes, you are definitely coming on for yes. sure. I can't wait for that. Yes, and Is I need a any... copy of the Playboy. I need to see. Ah, I need yes, to see we need it to get all. A copy of that. Is there something that I know your show? You just like let it all out but is there anything that cancel me baby could be a playground that you don't normally explore on your show like something you'd be looking to kind of dig into i'd, I'd listen i i would look into i'd i'd dig into anything i'm i'm and that's the thing with cancel culture ironically and it's like you have to have figured this out by now most but like you just continue on like there's no, I love how people like, like think it's like this big mystery. Like, oh, what do you do about cancel? Oh, I don't know. What do you what? <laughs> you just keep going. You just keep saying what you want to say, and you just keep going. Now I know that you can like lose your job. Like there was that poor NASA scientist uh, that had like he had like a pinup girl on his shirt. Yeah. Are you familiar with this dude? No. I know the Levi's story with the Levi's lady. That's a whole one too, but. Yeah, so this dude, he, literally a rocket scientist and he was part of like the the Mars lander and, it, and, and an insane act of technology and science. Like they landed this, this, this rover on Mars and the guy comes out, it's a big deal. And he's got like a shirt that had a pinup girl on it. Like as a, as a pattern and he got canceled for that. Oh, give me a break. That's ridiculous. I mean, yeah. how about the lady at Levi's? She had been there forever and basically Levi's incentivized her to pay a million dollars to resign and shut up because she spoke out against school closures and the psychotic shutdowns and COVID rules. I think she was based in San Francisco and she relocated her and her family to Colorado. And basically they were like, you need to shut up. We'll pay you a million dollars. And she ended up like taking that shit public and yeah. standing her ground, which is really cool. But that is, that's the terrifying thing. Like I, I, I come at it from like a, you know, cause I'm a stand up and, and a comedian and I do sketch comedy. So I can just, I can just keep going. I can just keep going. But yeah, if you are, if, if you work in the public, you're a teacher, you do have to be careful. You really do. Because they oh, will. Even, even an entertainer. I mean, I joked about the Lizzo thing earlier. Did you hear about this latest thing really quick? Why she's under fire? What is she now? She said something in her original song and then she had to go back and re What did she say in the original? She said the word spaz. The word That's spaz, it. like if you're a spaz and people were like cerebral palsy, this is not okay. No, I, I, I just, I and just so can't. she went, okay. So what, I just can't, what I just can't do when she takes out spaz. What does she change it to? <laughs> oh, no. It's like somebody who moves really quickly. No, honestly, like what did she take out a thesaurus? I mean, it's absurd remember in school of rock i love that movie with jack black and he nicknames the crazy drummer he's like spazzy mcgee Did I? yeah it's like good god people really yes well lizzo she has a lot to learn though she has a lot to she, learn she, 
He's like, and to be continued, not cancel me, baby. <laughs> I would You're love fantastic. to go down a, a, a that path with you for sure. You want, we'll go, we'll do that on your show. We'll go yes. down the, the Lizzo Thank booty path. <laughs> yes. She's very proud of that. She's very proud. God bless her. God bless her. Michael, obesity is the new healthy. Haven't you heard? I think you missed the memo on that one. I guess so. I guess I did. You, I'm you more, missed the I'm Cosmo a... cover with that one. So I'll have that sent to you along with my Playboy. So you're up to speed. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for being with us today. You're fantastic. Thank you. You're going to have to come back on the show again. Absolutely. I can't wait for you to come on Cancel Me. We'll Maybe. do it. We'll do it. Fantastic. Thank you, Taylor Ferber. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. Taylor Ferber, everybody. That was delightful. That was delightful. I'm a big fan. Her podcast, once again, in case she didn't mention it like a million times, is uh, is Cancel Me Baby. And uh, refresh, I just, I dig it. I dig it. The, the First of all, she had me when she's like, I need to stop wearing a bra so much. Good times. Good time. I like it when the journalists do the, uh, I'm going undercover. We're going to get a bunch of journalists. We're going to be in Playboy because there's nothing wrong with being hot and being smart. Fantastic. Well done. I like the Taylor Ferber. And uh, I, I I just, uh, I'd be lying if I said uh, I didn't look for nude photos. I looked at the Playboy. I did. And however, <laughs> when you... Uh, when you Google, when you when you Google uh, Taylor Ferber Playboy, but uh, you're not going to get Taylor Ferber's butt. You, I'm a little disappointed. We talked about her boobs. We talked about her career. We talked about uh, her wonderful selfie stick and all, all good things, Taylor. But uh, I want I, I expected a lot more nudity. And when you when you Google when you Google. Taylor Ferber Playboy and but you get you get Tiffany Taylor. Hey, howdy Tiffany. You get Isis Taylor. You get uh Tess Taylor. You get you get 
every, you get Kenzie Taylor. Woo, and Kenzie, you're a naughty girl. But you don't get, you get Ava Taylor. You don't get Taylor Ferber. What, what, do they think I can't spell? Uh, what is up with that? Horrible, horrible and misleading. Okay, here's the big news. The big, uh, well, not the big news. It's the, it's the comedic news. I love it when something happens and like everybody jumps in, everybody starts doing jokes and it's, uh, it's necessary. You have to be able to laugh. I don't want to, okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. Here's what I'll say. Joe Biden fell off his bike. It was hilarious. It was absolutely hilarious. And I don't care how he fell off. Maybe he just lost his balance. Maybe his uh, his little shoe got caught in the toe clip. I don't care. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. Because it wasn't like he was going fast. It's like he stopped to talk to reporters and then boom. He just kind of he just kind of tipped over like a little kid and let the jokes begin and they did and they did there was a super funny one posted by uh carpe donctum who i met at this uh amfest west in palm springs carpe donctum dude's good he's talented got great comedic timing he put it he had he had trump throwing a, a, a Make America Great Again hat. It flies through the air, and then it just hits Biden in the back of the head, and that's what causes him to tip over. It's a classic take on the Donald Trump hits the golf ball and it knocks Hil uh, Hillary Clinton up the stairs. It's a classic take on Trump hits the golf ball and knocks Biden up the stairs to the plane three times. And of course, he used uh, the Smash Mouth song, Somebody Want... And if you, have, if you haven't seen those, it's like a whole genre unto itself. Somebody once told me, oh, the timing was perfect and it was hilarious. So, uh, file this under the left can't meme. Today, it took them a full 24 hours to mount the defense. Because <laughs> they were just coming... <laughs> the memes were flying so fast from the people on the right, and they were so funny. Somebody took, like, a picture of a kid on, like, a play school, uh, teach me how to ride a bike bike, and they put, they put Biden's face on there, and the face they picked was just perfect. It was just perfect. All of these I've posted uh, at the Loftus Party on, on Twitter, on uh, all the, the social media. So it takes... It takes the left uh, 24 hours. And they finally come back with uh, Stormy Daniels. That was that was trending on Twitter this morning. Stormy Daniels. And uh, and <laughs> and there the attempted comedy uh, for them was like, oh, uh, so Biden fell off his bike. Uh, Trump uh, Trump fell off Stormy Daniels. What? What? They're like, uh, Joe Biden fell off his bike. Yeah, but uh, but Trump fell off Stormy Daniels. I know I'm getting into like a, a Norm McDonald thing here. And then you're thinking about it and you're like, oh, okay, so if that's, is that the equivalent? Like, 
okay? <laughs> All right. Well, there's footage uh, of Biden uh, unable to to stop his bicycle. And with the Stormy Daniels thing, here's a funny thing. Uh, Stormy Daniels had to had to pay Trump. I don't think I don't think that bike is going to have to pay uh, Joe Biden. Anything. Trump uh, Trump is is winning. Like he let's say it's true. He banged Stormy Daniels and then she paid him. She paid him. And her lawyer is in jail. Uh, so yeah, sorry, sorry if I'm not, uh, impressed with your little Stormy Daniels analogy. That was absolutely hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Let me know, let me know, uh, you might, (laughs) let me know, uh, when the bike has to pay, uh, Joe Biden. That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. Okay. There's a, uh, now in in horrible news, the FDA now says that you can, uh, that you, you should, uh, you can vaccinate your kids. Oh, that's, it's completely safe. In, I think it was like, they voted like 21 to zero. Oh, everybody vaccinate your kids. If you vaccinate your kid against this, uh, this COVID, in my opinion, uh, you're absolutely mental. You're absolutely absolutely mental kids cakewalk through this thing i don't know why they would incur and then if you look at the people who you know i've been i've been uh, vaccinated i got all my vaccines i got all my boosters and <laughs> still got the rona still got it thank goodness i got my vax and my boosters and it'd be worse you're a moron you're a, you're an absolute fool I can see, you know, going, hey, look, uh, polio. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Measles. Mumps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. Smallpox. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm with you. They have so much information, so much data on those. You can risk it for the biscuit. But with, uh, with Rona, you got to be kidding me. And it's so odd. You have to, like, I'm just talking to the, just the regular normal people out there. Why are they pushing this? I would totally get it if the streets were just littered with the bodies of people. Holy crap. I'd be first in line. But you know it feels off. You know it feels wrong to to get your kid vaccinated. Okay. So I'm encouraging, I would encourage you not to do it. I, listen. If I had little ones, if I had a if I had a six month old baby, a one year old, a two year old, a three, oh my god, no way, no way, we're gonna risk it. We're gonna risk it for the biscuit. And there's new uh, studies out there now. Uh, for those of you l- like myself who've had the uh, Omicron, there's a new study out there saying you're good to go for life. You're good to go for life. So. I don't know why you would want to uh, get a vaccine that really isn't a vaccine, that doesn't really behave like a vaccine. They just say it maybe it might lessen the thing, but then you got to get your heart measured if you want to play sports because there's a thing called sudden adult death syndrome that's really gaining, gaining, gaining. Ugh. No way. 
And here's the other one I wouldn't do. This is just Mike's advice. This is just Mike's advice. Why in the hell? I'm reading, I'm, someone very, very uh, smart. This is, this is the best thing that you can do. They're posting all of these uh, stories of uh, kids who had gender reassignment surgery or gender, uh, they had the, the, the puberty blocker drugs, and now they've changed their minds. And these are the most heartbreaking stories. You've got a confused 12-year-old, 13-year-old. Oh, I think I might be a boy. And then the parents are like, yes, this is popular. We'll help. Puberty blockers. That never comes back, guys. You don't get, you don't go through two puberties. Your body gets all fired up. We're ready to go. Here we go. Where it's hormone time. And if you block those, you don't get a second Hormone time when you're 30. You got one shot. And it's just ridiculous. Like, as a society, as a society, it's just the, the dumb... Oh, you can't yet. Yeah, you can't, can't, uh, can't get a firearm until you're 21. You're too young, kid. You're too young. You can't make that kind of decision. Oh, and you can't get beer either. Can't drink because you, you're too young. You can't get cigarettes. You're too young. You can't... Do you can't be expected to make a decision. How old are you? You're six. Oh, you want to you want to uh, chop off your wiener and live your life as a girl? Well, let's go. Let's get you to the doctor. What kind of madness is that? On what planet does that make any sense? Any sense? It doesn't. And it's just sometimes you have to step back and really take it in. Like uh, that's really what we're doing here. Is that really what you're expecting us to believe as a society? Some kids are confused about their gender. We need to talk about this when they're little so we can help them make the change by the time that they're into puberty. But, oh, yeah, you can't, you can't drive a car. Can't drive a car. Can't do anything else. Because you might be a danger. You might be, oh, I would be, how pissed would you be? How pissed would you be if you were like, you know what? I think I might be a girl. And then you, you, your parents took you in and got the puberty blockers and got you the reassignment surgery. And then a couple of years later, you're like, wow, that was a jacked up time in my life. And uh, I'm not a girl. I'm a, I'm a dude. Oh, boy. Oh, how you don't get it back. And for people, it's criminal. It's absolutely criminal that they're trying to confuse kids this way, that they're encouraging it this way, and that doctors are jumping on. Yeah, yeah, let's do the puberty blockers. Let's do it. How old are you, 11? It is, it's criminal. I can't think of an, I can't think of another word. I'm not a good word user. I'd be so, I'd be fear, and you hear these horror stories. Oh my gosh, this one poor dude transitioned to a girl and now he wants to be go back to be a guy and there's just no way, there's just no way. And the dude is talking about he's just numb. numb. Here's the other thing, here's the other thing. He doesn't even have the fun of being a girl. Like he says, his crotch is numb. He goes, you could, you could stab me with a knife and I wouldn't even feel it. 
takes him forever to, oh, it's just a horror story. It, it, it's just, it's like Frankenstein shit. And uh, I, I, my heart breaks. My heart breaks for all of them. So yeah, they want us to believe that, uh, oh, we're just going to do common sense gun control because these, uh, you're, you got to be 21. You got to have red flag laws. You got to do all this. You got to do that. You got to do this. You got to do this. But hey, 11-year-old, you want to wanna chop off that wiener, be a girly girl? No. Nope. And here's the other thing. And I, and I don't want to make any, uh, I want to be abundantly clear. I'm trying to have a good time. I really am. Like, I'm trying to ma- maintain some optimism and uh, about this. But I don't want to learn how to thrive it, uh, under uh, uh, these these new rules and these these new laws and this new society and this Green New Deal and the red flag laws and the... No, I don't. Like, I'm always going to try to, like, have a good time, whatever, whatever. But I, was, I we got to aggressively push back on this. Aggressively uh, push back. Because you, I, I don't want to get used to it. I don't want to get used to any of this. I don't want to get used to, oh, show your COVID papers, show your vax papers. I don't want to get used to it. Red, don't want I don't, don't. And these insane taxes and just life would be so much better. And it's going to be so much better. How about that? It's going to be so much better. When we roll things back, we need big change. We need America first candidates. And I, I, I say it week after week, but that's, that is it. That is it. I don't want to be ruled over. Half this country... And this seems to be the battle. A th- well, I think it's thirds. You got a third on the left, a third on the right, and then hopefully a third in the middle, undecided. The third on the left, and they wrap it up in caring and sharing and we need to do this and blah, blah. They want to be ruled over. They might not put it in those terms, but they want government to come in and save them. Oh, I can't, You. oh, you're going to give me this? Okay, thank you. I need this. Oh, you can give me... And that you're just really creating your own prison. You are creating your own prison where the government rules over you. I don't want to be ruled over. I would rather throw my lot in with some awesome people and just be like, hey, neighbor, you know what? I planted a bunch of potatoes, but I'm a shit farmer. <laughs> could I? Could I? Borrow some potatoes, and they'd 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 help me out because they're good people. But I don't think I don't think the the government should make people do that. When they start, no, no. I don't want to be ruled over. I want to have a good time, and I'll figure out a way to have a good time. But I'm also gonna aggressively push back on all this because you know what happens when you push back and you roll it back, you have an even better time. Yeah. <laughs> A better time. I want to have a better time. A better time for you and me. Acoustic guitar, cause my guitar's in the shop. Oh, my acoustic guitar, cause my other one's in the shop. (laughs) 
Holy smokes. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to roll it over to Patreon. A lot, a lot more stuff over there. A lot more stuff over there. More info on what's going on with that show tonight, the America First Warehouse. Uh, we've got wonderful, wonderful stories that we have to get to from theloftestpatty.com. We got to talk about what's chapping my ass. There was uh, three big ones. Chris Evans, Buzz Lightyear. Oh, I might just go off on that one. here, And I'll, I'll tease it here for you guys. Uh, Buzz Lightyear. Uh, uh, here's the, here's. <laughs> I always do this. I have to figure it out. Chris Evans is chastising the fans of uh, of the Buzz Lightyear, I guess, franchise and stuff and people not liking some woke content. He's chastising them. But would he chastise them in the Middle East where the movie is banned? Mm-hmm. That's coming up. We got some... Uh, we got some more stuff about the January 6th. Those poor souls, uh, the, those tourists who are locked up without due process. Talk about un-American. Uh, more Joe Biden stuff. That guy, he's just an absolute fool. So, that's what we got. Patreon people, you're cool. We love you. And we'll do that. All right, you guys are fantastic. I have one more question. Why are those pants still on? <laughs> See you on the Patreon.